And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps post-game show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander, and this episode of Wrap It Up is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in the east end of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew. As a wise man once said, tell them that I sent you. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto, or give them a call, 416-917-4833 to book your appointments now. I don't know how many times this year I've started this Wrap It Up podcast with the words, what a time to be alive, <laughs> or Kawhi is a truth, or load management that, but all of those things fit into this right now. I am, like, Kawhi Leonard just hit, I'm going to say it, one of the greatest shots in Toronto sports history. The greatest shot. It's definitely the best shot in basketball history. Joe Carter okay, yeah, will okay. win. Joe, Joe, Joe Carter. Carter's okay, always going to win, okay. right? He hit a walk-off to win the home run. You're right. Joe Carter's sports. always going to win. Joe Carter wins. Okay. Kawhi has entered the conversation. Dude, definitely. Definitely. I don't even know, like, I am so rattled right now in this moment because you think about where all these, like, where this all began. First off, Q, what's up? I didn't even introduce Q. See how rattled I am right now, people? Q, what's going on? Tell, say what's up to the people. Let people know how you're feeling in this moment. What was the moment like in this room as Kawhi hit it and it bounced and it was like... <laughs> when that shot left his hand, yeah, it didn't even... That was, a, that was like a, it was like a curveball. Yeah. It came back to the rim. Yeah. I was like, okay, overtime. Yeah. And then bounce yeah bounce and it's like i'm sorry for what i did to your room right now I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm the no. crazy part is off the first bounce i was like oh my god did that still have a chance and then it bounced again i was like oh my god it's gonna roll in <laughs> like that is just incredible but it's a testament to me to what Kawhi lettered is and it's gonna sound this is gonna sound cliche so i apologize but they tell you, just get arc on your shot, shooters yeah. roll, and if there's a player that is more fundamentally sound than Kawhi Leonard, I'll wait until you come up with that name, but damn, he just got the shot up, he knew he had to get high arc on it because yep. it's over Joel Embiid, yep. nothing more Joel Embiid could do on that, he played it perfectly, but it's just what we've seen the whole year, yep. Kawhi getting to his spot, being able to get his shot off, and that's what the NBA is, yep. my best player versus your best player, and who can get who's gonna get the better shot? And it was Kawhi Leonard at the end of this. That was incredible. That like I feel bad for DeMar DeRozan. I feel bad for anyone who questioned Masai Ujiri going into this. But all we saw, especially in this series of Raptors versus Sixers, is the levels to basketball. Definitely. They're definitely. star players, and Kyle Lowry said it. They're star players and they're superstar players. And that was a superstar play by Kawhi Leonard. As somebody who who initially questioned that trade, I remember what what I've said on this show plenty of times is, it, you know, he's got to take us to the conference finals, mm -hmm. and not just that shot, just the, the whole series. He's he's brought us there. Yeah, yeah. I'm eating my words. <laughs> I I, and the, and the shot put it over the top because I I just I. I'm still here wondering how yeah. you get that shot off. Yeah. And have your fading to your right, lean fadeaway shot. Somehow the ball has the right spin on it to, 
to make <laughs> to curve back into the rim. Yeah. Then to have the sweet touch to to just caress the rim. Yeah. And bounce the right way. Yeah. It's but again, right? I know this sounds like I'm oversimplifying what Kawhi Leonard does on the basketball floor, but you yeah. can tell it's all just repetition. Mm-hmm. It's all practice. He's just in the gym and he's trying to get to his spot. Mm-hmm. And once he gets to his spot, it's a wrap. Do you know? Like, there's yeah, just yeah, nothing. Yeah. Like, it's just make or miss at that point. And it takes us back to you got to remember to start the year. There were multiple times where Kawhi Leonard had a chance to win the game. Early on, I remember he dribbled it off his leg in one yeah, game. Yeah. He missed a couple shots. And there were people trying to have the conversation about, is Kawhi clutch? Which I found completely ridiculous, as stated at the time. But my biggest point was, he's a legit player. He's a superstar player. And the averages, it's going to average out because he's just that good. Yeah. And it's make or miss, right? He's going to get his shot off. It's just make or miss. So as long as he gets to his spot... It's all good. And you saw that in with this play. And I know, hey, that is somewhat, there's going to be people you're going to look at it and be like, oh, that's a fluke shot or whatever, right? And I understand how you might have that argument. Like, I, I get someone saying that. Yeah. But it's just trusting in your game. It's trusting in your work that if you get to your spots and you can get your shot off, it's make or miss. That's just hours in the gym of repetition. And for Kawhi Leonard, someone t- chimes in here on Twitter. Again, first off, shout to the people tuning in live on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Shell Alexander. Shout out to the people on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. Greatly appreciate you guys tuning in to us once again here on the Wrap It Up podcast. But someone chimes in on Twitter. And the comment, Gordon says, Kawhi is very emotional talking about what happened between last season and this season. That's a great point, right? Like, we've always been looking at this from the Raptors standpoint in terms of, hey, you know, we only have one year to try to convince him to stay. And we're looking at it from our perspective of, oh, we want him to stay. We need him to stay, blah, blah, blah. But looking at things from Kawhi Leonard's perspective in the sense that this was a guy, he played, what, nine games last year? And then... He misses the postseason. If you go back to him crushing the Warriors that year before he got hurt, and then to have that long road leading up to this year to where he ends up in Toronto, who knows what his actual thoughts were coming in. We don't know. We'll never know. But it probably wasn't an ideal situation for him. But yet, he came in. He did his work. He did everything. He trusted the team. He trusted the medical staff. And the relationship worked out. And... With this load management thing, this is the biggest part. Because as much as people complained about load management, that's what load management was for. Right? Because down the stretch in this game, it's just all Kawhi versus Jimmy Butler. That's it. So do you want to waste minutes? Do you want to waste his energy in game 32 against the the, uh, Magic? Or do you want him to have enough juice to carry your team because that's what he did with 41 points in this game. And <laughs> no, 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 we were talking about this earlier. I remember a step some, sometime in the third quarter and he quiet. I think at that point was at 21 points hmm. and then he hits a shot and all of a sudden Matt Devlin says quiet with 36 and we looked at each other like, how did that happen? Then yeah. we looked at the score and we thought, well, nobody else is scoring. And so somehow yeah. they, they went from 80 to 90. Yeah. It was all Kawhi. It was quiet, all Kawhi. A quiet, well, except for that last shot. So he had a, he yeah. had a quiet 39 and a very loud two. 
the thing was he was missing a lot of shots. I yeah. mean, Kawhi went 16 for 39 in this game for his 41 points, okay? Yeah. He put up 39 shots, and I don't even care. Empty the full clip. This yeah. is why we got you, right? This is why you're here, emptying the full clip. That, my friend, is just an incredible moment to see because as sports fans, right, we love sports. We ride the highs and lows. Yep. I was a wreck at work. People were laughing at me because they're like, yo, dude, after the Raptors lost in game six, yep. I was a wreck. And that's just the the years and years and years when you think about watching this Toronto Raptors team. We saw the interview with Jose Calderon that yeah, they had, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of years watching Jose Calderon's and Andrea Bargnani's and Jamario Moon's and, you know, trying to talk myself into Joey Graham. Yeah. You, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, a lot of yeah. those years. And that's why I was so excited when the Raptors got a guy like Kawhi Leonard because it's like, okay, well, his resume is proven. Yeah. Now we have one of those. We have one of those dudes. Because when you watch how the playoffs are going, it was Steph just being better than than James Harden. Right. Right. It was Dame Dollar. I mean, not today, CJ. But yeah. bottom line, their star players being their star players. Right. And when you look, you know what Giannis is doing already. But when you think about the Toronto Raptors in the playoffs, we haven't had those moments yet since Vince, right? where a star player is saying, uh, has said, I am not losing this game. Just jump on my back. I got you. Right. And in this series, that's what Kawhi Leonard did. He went in full beast mode. And early on in the game, even when a shot wasn't falling, his defense was so good. What do you think? What do you think about his defense on, especially Jimmy Butler in this game? Because he kept Jimmy Butler. I don't want to say in check, but yeah. Jimmy finished with what in this game? Sixteen points, five of fourteen shooting. Okay, in yeah. check. Yeah. yeah, I'll say in right? check. So, so how big is that? That that is that is. I mean, of course, that's big because really, when it comes to Philly, it it, it was Jimmy Butler was their best player. Mm-hmm. Whether anybody else sees that, and I know just the process, and Ben Simmons number one pick, and but yeah. Jimmy Butler is the best player on that team, and they don't even make it to Game Seven without Jimmy Butler. They don't, right? So making that switch to put Kawhi from jump, right? Again, your best player against their best player, yeah. Which you know, in years past, hasn't been the case, nope. right? So to have that. And and to, to watch like again, you just said it right. It was forty one points to to sixteen, <laughs> right? After Jimmy Butler pretty much killed us the last two games, right? He definitely did. So since game one, Jimmy Butler's so, been yeah. their highest scorer in every single game, yeah. right? And the the thing too that is very interesting as you bring that up is Jimmy Butler. So I want to get this right, but I feel like Jimmy Butler, Kawhi went off, and then after that, they took Jimmy Butler off of Kawhi, let Simmons guard him, which kind of seemed to free Jimmy Butler up. And then you look at the rest of the games, uh, Jimmy Butler in this series, I'm trying to see the whole thing here, and of course my computer's messing up, but Jimmy Butler, I'm pretty sure, scored over 20 points for every game after that, right? And you're looking at Jimmy Butler. So he had 10 in game one, then in game two, comes out with 30, game three, 22, Game four, 29. Game five, 22. Game six, 25. Right? So he definitely was a factor and leading scorer for their team. They realized that their offense was better suited with Jimmy cooking. And hey, we talk about the playoffs being all about adjustments. And Brett Brown, you mentioned Brett Brown doing a great job calling timeouts, stopping the Raptors' runs at great points. Yes. Sixers being able to answer back. How big was that during this game? Just in terms of the Raptors started to get a little bit of light. Yeah. And then Brett Brown's like, nope, not having it. Time yeah, Brett, Brett Brown was like, you know, two, maximum three possessions in a row yeah. where 
where the Raptors would, would score on their possession and, and Philly wouldn't on theirs, yeah. timeout. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So this, there was never a point where, unless the Raptors come out, out of that timeout and are, and are just killing it. And this is all, 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 all through the series, except for maybe, what was that, game four, where the Raptors just tore them apart. Yeah. But every other time, it was like, you know, Raptors get a wide open shot, timeout. We got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And then now we're running a play out of that timeout because we have to stop this run. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, makes, you made the point where it seems like every, every time Kyle Lowry hits one <laughs> of his big shots, shot, yeah. right, it's timeout. We, we got like, to work on this. I felt like in this whole series, Brett Brown was like, our goal is to not let Kyle Lowry get off. Because yeah. every time Lowry hit a three, right, or made like two good plays in a row, yeah. it was just boom. Timeout, Sixers. But Brett Brown did a great job in calling timeouts, but we got to give a lot of credit to Nick Nurse because he was taking a lot of flack for how he was kept using his bench, some of the rotations he would have in terms of resting Kawhi at certain points. But he has to get huge marks for the adjustment that he made in terms of just riding Serge Ibaka during this game. And basically the decision was Serge Ibaka getting the minutes and Danny Green not getting the minutes. Right. And... Hey, in a game that was, especially after game six, where the Raptors were getting beaten to loose balls, beaten on the boards, those 50-50 plays, as coaches like to call them, Serge Ibaka came in the lineup tonight and made all those plays and hit threes. What was Serge? Serge, what did you call Serge midway while we were watching this game? Serge was the MVP of this. No, no, no. Kawhi, no, we know. Yeah, we know, I know what you're I, saying. Remember, now, I, I said this before the shot, right? But, <laughs> no, but, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You know, when you're, the when you're X so when yes, he was the X factor. So when you're coming in and you think, okay, Kawhi's gonna do get his, mm-hmm. where's this help coming from? Yeah. And today it was search. Yeah. And it wasn't just hitting. I think he hit three, uh, three threes on the game. I believe it was. Um, but it was also offensive rebounds. It was defensive plays. He was, you know, at one point he was even guarding Ben Simmons on the perimeter, mm-hmm. and Ben Simmons was, you know, invisible. Yeah. Right in the yeah. fourth quarter. You have Serge Ibaka guarding Ben Simmons. That's massive right, on the perimeter, and Ben Simmons is not doing anything. Ben Simmons barely touched the ball. Yep. Right. So it it just shows, right? And then again, you were talking about Nick Nurse, and I think one of the the good things was was when he went big, mm-hmm. right? And now Serge is now playing the four, right? Siakam playing the three, Kawhi at the two, right? Yeah. And I think it helps Serge because now he's the help defender. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So now he's, which which is where he used to get all of his, his when he was blocks. playing in in OKC and back. That's where he used to get all of his blocks. Was coming over mm-hmm. second defender, boom, get into block shots, and he was more active on the defensive end. And then, I mean, if you don't have a beat on you, you who do you have? You have Tobias Harris, and now you're effective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Serge, you're right. Serge is the X factor in this game because. He brought that energy. He was making the hustle plays. The Raptors had, I want to say, 16 offensive rebounds in this game. And Serge Ibaka was just all over the place. 17 points in this game. He was the second leading scorer on the Raptors yep. behind Kawhi Leonard. Off the bench. And that's that's big because the bench has been invisible yeah. for most of this series. And you get 29 minutes from Serge in this game. Danny Green played 30. And you talk about the bench. Van Fleet gave better minutes. I'm not going to say good or great minutes, yeah. but he gave okay minutes. Yeah. He brought energy. Which he wasn't a liability, I think. Exactly. Right? But he made a couple plays on defense. Right. Yeah. 
came up big with a couple steals. He was aggressive in driving to the basket and getting to the line, which when we were talking about what was going on with the Sixers and what they were getting from James Ennis and Mike right. Scott off their bench, it was just activity. Exactly. Those guys were ready to, they came in ready to play. They came in to contribute. They weren't just running suicides up and down the floor. Right. And you got that from the Raptors in this game. Serge Ibaka, again, it's not really stuff that's always going to show up on the box score. I know he had 17 points and that's big. Eight rebounds is big, but it was the timely rebounds. It was yep. Serge giving the Raptors someone other than Kawhi. Serge was three of five. He hit the most threes in this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, and then when you look, and then when you look, you know, the, the the Raptors felt confident throwing it into him in the post. There was mm -hmm. times where off the switch he would have Jimmy even Jimmy Butler on him, yeah. which is a mismatch. Yeah, and he would just turn and go, mm -hmm. right? No hesitation. He wasn't trying to take him out to the perimeter and and play perimeter surge. Yeah. He was. I'm backing you down. I'm in the post. I got a smaller guy on me. I'm going up strong. Yeah. And the thing, too, is the adjustment that changed the series from the beginning was when Brett Brown decided, hey, I'm going to play Joel Embiid on Siakam, sag off of him. And Siakam never really adjusted. Like, he still had solid games, mm -hmm. but I don't know if he fully adjusted to the matchup of having Embiid on him. Like, it was still him doing a great job of making tough shots. Right. But it was still a great adjustment by Brett Brown. And I think for Nurse to come up with this counter and say, okay, well, we're just going to go supersized. And now, if you want to run everything through, through Jimmy Butler, cool. But you saw how well the Raptors did or the job the Raptors did in terms of playing that, where when it was a screen and roll, mm -hmm. they said, okay, well, they tried to run the screen and roll with Redick. And no matter what, if it was with Gasol and Gasol was involved in that action, right. he's blitzing the screener, or sorry, he's blitzing uh, Reddick coming across or Jimmy Butler and saying, okay, force it, the pass to Embiid, but the Raptors had their rotations working great in this game, and Embiid was either, you let him shoot the open three, right. and if it goes in, whatever, you live yeah, with the percentages, exactly. or they play defense. And the Raptors' defensive adjustments in this game was so good. And it was just a great got to give credit to Nick Nurse because he took a lot of flack. Hey, I was giving him a lot of flack yeah. for certain things that were going on in this game, but a great job by Nick Nurse. But we got to hear from you guys right now because this is amazing. This, like, you start a project like this and you wonder, oh, what's it going to be like? What's it going to be like? I don't know. Are people going to respond? Are people going to yeah. rock with it? And I can't lie to you guys, man. The feedback has been tremendous. So really appreciate you guys tuning in. Let's get to some of the comments now. And first off, there's just a bunch of people just chiming in. There's a lot of let's fucking go <laughs> just in the Instagram chat. A lot of Raptors win, Raptors win, Raptors win. Uh, Austin chimes in and says, that's why Kawhi is a superstar. Uh, Lions Showtime says, says like a matrix shot. I mean, no, <laughs> if you even watch when the ball hits the rim, it looks like it was going out and comes back in. It was, you gotta watch that. You just watch the, the ball the whole time during yeah. that shot in yeah, slow motion yeah, yeah. and yeah. tell me if that, you're right, matrix, so magic, whatever it, yeah, it, yeah. it, it was. Gotta give them credit. Basketball gods, they, they were on our side today. So, you know what's so crazy? And this just hit me right now. Last night was my buddy Goodale's birthday, and a bunch of us were out. And my boy, one of my boys, Mike, was going to the game today. And we're just talking about, like, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to go to the game, but at the same time, I don't know if I can handle it. I'll yeah. be mad stressed. And I want to do the pod, like, right after, too, just in case. But we were talking about going to the game. And no word of a lie, I'm going to call up when I've done this podcast. <laughs> Mike said, he's like, yeah, you know, it's tough. But at the end of the day, 
that's why we love sports because there could be moments where yeah. you're like, hey, I was I, at that game. And he brought yeah, up the exactly. backflip game, which we were both at. Yeah. And we were talking about it. And he's like, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, they could lose and it could be a tough loss. But there also could be some crazy moment where you're just like, I am so glad I went to this game because it's the most incredible thing ever. That's what he said last night. Sorry, and I can't even they're, think They're showing the replay that. on the shot. And I just, the bounces, <laughs> the bounces off the rim don't make sense to me. It's shooters like roll, the, the, the laws of physics just walked out of the ACC and said, Kawhi, here you go. The shooters roll, man. Shooters roll. Uh, let's see. So let's get some more comments. Someone just, Brenton just says, greatness. Um, pe- uh, Alex says, I think the people that questioned you saying just enjoy the season of Kawhi can shut the fuck up now. <laughs> hey, much, yeah, it yeah, has yeah. been a theme, right? From the start of the year, I've been saying, enjoy watching a superstar in your uniform. Yeah. Because what this man did, how many times did he just hit a tough shot? Though Even the shot, remember, uh, it was out of a timeout, and he came across the screen and just hit a shot over Embiid, and they yeah. it, they thought it was a three, but it ended up being a two. Yeah. But how many shots did he hit? And we just sort of looked at each other like, wow. Like, the Raptors should lose this game. Yeah. Like, it, the game was, the Sixers were up at certain points in the fourth quarter, and I I just looked over at you. I'm like, I don't think this is going to go yeah. well at you all. Know, you know, and 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 I know somebody who, who was it was it was it was it Jalen who 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 compared him to Mike? Uh, Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. In this game, and and just, and throughout this series, now I'm not saying he's. I'm a big Mike fan, so I I I, I refuse to say anybody yes. is is Mike, <laughs> and anybody who's ever been compared to Mike, I've instantly been a hater of them. But when you're watching, like Mike, just always seemed to know where the rim was. Mm-hmm. He didn't even he didn't even really need to to look at it. He just knew where the rim was. Mm-hmm. And I think why the, some of the shots that he was making over seven foot two Embiid fadeaways, crazy. It just like you just know where the rim is and you put in the ball towards it. Yeah. And it just it just looked like it shots it shots really and truly like you're like. You you probably shouldn't take that shot. It's not a good it's not a good ba- yeah, percentage yeah, yeah, yeah. wise. It's not a good basketball possession, and then well, the wall just goes swish, and you're like, oh, okay, it's quiet. It's funny too, right? Because about the Kendrick Perkins thing, we talked about it on that pod whenever that was during the series, and the thing was that you know what happens in this era is you see the Instagram post yeah. or you see the tweet. And it just says Kendrick Perkins compares Kawhi to Michael Jordan, and everyone right. like starts Jumps dissing. On him. It and, yeah, but yeah. instead of like listening to what he was actually saying, and the point that he was trying to make was nobody's Mike. He even right. said that. Exactly. Just, that yeah. was in the snippet that was there. Yeah, yeah. But he said in terms of being able to get to his spots and his his uh, his post moves, it's just you can tell it's just getting to his spots and he can get a shot off. And you haven't seen someone be able to do that while also dominating on the defensive end of the floor. <laughs> Since Mike, yeah. that's what that's what Kendrick Perkins was saying, yeah. and it's so true when you're able to watch just how he kept the Raptors in the game, even though his shot wasn't falling early. Where he came over, stripped Embiid on the blind side, Embiid didn't even see him coming, stripped dunk. He had Jimmy Butler trying to fight over a pick and roll, steals it off Jimmy Butler, dunk. Yeah. Like those are plays where the one reason why the Raptors always have a chance is because now you have guys who decide. They can make possessions, big time plays on the defensive end. And our mentality, because basketball, oh, it's who scores the most. Right. We always look at it from that end, right? Like who's scoring. But the job that Marcus Saul did, and I know his shooting wasn't great at all. He hit like one big three in this game. He had a couple shots in. The numbers weren't great. 
But the fact that Marc Gasol was basically able to slow down Joel Embiid in this whole series is incredible. Because yep. people think, I had people, and I know some people are going to think this is crazy. There are people in the comments still talking about JV, right? And how should they have traded Gasol? Gasol's not scoring, all that stuff, right? And cool, he's not scoring. But if he's slowing Embiid down from scoring, I'd you much rather have that than yeah. you have JV trading baskets with oh, Joel Embiid. Definitely. Right? Definitely. Because... Yeah. What was the most annoying part of the series from Embiid's point? He gets a couple shots in. He starts doing the, the yeah, wave. Yeah, he's getting yeah. all hyped up. Now the other guys are feeding off that. But he never really got it going. The stat line's a lie. 21 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. He played okay in this game. He yeah. had some shots down the stretch. But he struggled for the most part of this game, for sure. Yeah. And that's a testament to Marcus Gasol. So when you look at the Raptors team and you say, well, their two best players are Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler. Right. Kawhi takes out Jimmy, Gasol slows Embiid for the series, and there you have it. That basically what was what yeah. the game. If anyone on the Raptors helped Kawhi, this series is over in five. Yeah, I, I, I was saying like it, it never should have went six because <laughs> game two they all they had to do was all they had to do is hit a couple just a couple open shots. Yeah, the series is over in five. Danny Green misses that shot at the buzzer. Right? I, but there was uh, yeah there was that one at the buzzer. But the, he missed a couple others. Gasol hit. Missed some open shots. Mm -hmm. Siakam with some open shots during the game, like wide open, yeah, ball in rotation. It's the way it was drawn up. There's no defender near you, and you and you just brick the shot, right? Yeah. You make a couple of those during that game, it, it the series is over in five, right? Yeah. And then when you say like today, Kawhi outdid both Jimmy and Embiid, <laughs> right? In terms of numbers, and it's just, it, I have to say this. No, coming into it, like obviously we don't get to see a lot of San Antonio games, mm -hmm. right? I knew he was good. I I didn't know. Like even watching him during, even watching him during the season, it's like okay, yeah, good. He's a good player. He's you know top mm -hmm. five, top ten in the league, whatever. What I just seen over these last seven <laughs> games, <laughs> top three. And Yo. on any given night, he's won because Yo. of what he can do on the defensive end. Yo, we were talking about this a while ago, right? And it was, I forget which game it was. It was probably after game four where he was averaging, I think through the first four games, it was the numbers were 38 points on 62% shooting. I yeah. think that's what it was. And he's a perimeter player, yeah. right? Yeah. So we're talking about how many dudes do you take over Kawhi Leonard? That was a conversation. In the NBA right yeah, now, how yeah. many dudes you take over Kawhi Leonard? And I was saying, yo, I'm not going past three. Like, I won't even argue past three, and I might say two, right? And, and yeah. people were looking at me crazy, like, you know, you're a prisoner of the moment, which, cool, I understand that. But I obviously doing this podcast, I watched every single Raptor game this year, or maybe missed two. But for the most part, I'm yeah. talking about, like, sat down and took in every game. And the one thing I realized in terms of Kawhi Leonard this season with the load management stuff, cool. Obviously, that means he's not playing. There were still games, though, where he played, but you could tell, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it was a gym run, yeah, right? Like, right. he's not going full tilt. And then there were games where, okay, they're playing Golden State and him and KD went toe to toe. toe, -to -toe. And yep, I was like, I remember oh, that game. okay. Like, there's a different yeah. speed that Kawhi was playing at. Right. And so seeing that, I was like, wow, that's kind of scary. And then you were wondering, okay, when's he going to play on back-to-backs? When's this going to happen? When's that going to happen? 
and then I keep pointing to this, I keep pointing to this spot in the season. But when he admitted and he said the regular season is just 82 practices right. and the playoffs is when I'll really lace them up. Yeah. When he actually said that, I went, whoa. Because <laughs> for a dude to actually admit that is yeah. one thing, yeah. but now you gotta back that up. Right? Like you can't just say that. And and he's not that dude, right? Like he's not Embiid that's just out here talking, talking trash. Shit, exactly. So you know that he's not really talking trash. He probably just said it kind of off the cuff, but that's how he really feels. But when I heard that, I was like, okay, damn. And then you look at this Philly series. And again, the Raptors did not help Kawhi Leonard much in this series. No. But you're talking about game one, 45 points on 16 of 23 shooting. Okay. Yep. <laughs> game two. 35 points on 13 of 24 shooting. Game three, 33 points on 13 of 22. Game four, 39 points on 13 of 20 shooting. That's 65% for those keeping score at home. And five threes. Yeah. <laughs> game five, 21 points on 7 of 16 shooting. That was his down game, I guess, right? <laughs> Raptors blowout win. Everyone came yeah. to help. Now, game six, 9 of 20, 29 points from Kawhi. And we talked about the stat sheet kind of looking pretty bad for him in that game, but he still gutted out 29 points, Raptors blowout loss. But now my guy comes back in game seven, and everyone was tight to start this game. Everyone was missing shots, Kawhi Leonard included. And then you look up, and yes, he hits a game-winning shot. But you look up, you know he's dog-tired because yeah. he's been running around guarding Jimmy Butler for 43 minutes in the game. And... You see the steals in this game because he had three steals in the game. And my guy hits a game-winning shot, cool, but he still puts up 41 points on 16 of 39 shooting. That's still 41%. Yeah. Right? Like, for as crazy as it sounds that he shot 39 times and went 16 of 39, he still shot 41% in the game. So you look at the entire conference semifinals, and my guy shoots 54% and averages 34 points, 10 rebounds, Four assists. <laughs> like those are shock numbers. <laughs> those are shock numbers. Like it's it, it's that's not some, that's not what your small forward is supposed to do. <laughs> Shooting from the perimeter. It's stupid. It's really right? dumb. It, it, it's really dumb. Yo, yeah, and, there, there's there's there's. I mean, who did the thing is is is, is he did it against Philly? Yeah. Who who has who has. Four all-star players, mm -hmm. right? All-star caliber players. All-star caliber players, mm -hmm. right? Jimmy Butler is a premier defender in the league. Yep. Now, Ben Simmons is not a premier defender, but Ben Simmons is a 6'10", 250. Yo, you know? I feel bad for Ben Simmons because he did all he could. Yeah. Like, he guarded Kawhi hard. Right. But just... Even on, and, then, and then he's driving. He's driving. Kawhi was driving to the basket and, and throwing down dunks over a seven-foot shot blocker. <laughs> He's a Embiid is a shot blocker. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not like it was a seven foot no. European who just shoots. He's a shot blocker. My dude. And it, it, nothing, and it, nothing, it just seemed like. And then there's Tobias Harris, who again, maybe not a premier defender, but he's still an all star caliber player. Yeah. Right? And he's, what is Tobias Harris? 6'9, six, 6'10 six, yeah. himself? Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you threw at him, he, he put in work, right? Like we've seen a lot of good playoff performances. But not where it's one guy against four all stars. Yeah, down there by himself. Yeah, 
Because, yes, Kyle Lowry is an all-star. But yeah. if you're paying attention, we know you're going to get something from Kyle Lowry, but it's not going to be what you think you're getting from a typical all-star. We know exactly. that. Gasol isn't Gasol, the same Gasol that he yeah. is. But also, I'm totally fine with the fact that his job yeah. was to neutralize yeah. Joel Embiid. Yeah. I'm not mad at Siakam, Gasol. Siakam's up and coming. Now, Siakam had, I think, what, game one, game two, he was he was, he, he yeah. put in he put in some work. Mm-hmm. But then those last couple of games, Siakam wasn't the same Siakam. No. Right? So no. he's not he's not at that level yet. No. He's on he's on the, the pace to be there. He's on the right trajectory, but he's not there yet. And also too, it's just a reminder of, you know, there's levels to this shit. Exactly. I know it's a Meek Mill song that I enjoy and I say it all the time <laughs> and stealing the line, but it's real spit. Like yeah. Pascal Siakam, he's a good player. He's getting there. Yeah. But the thing that people keep like the reminder that Kawhi gave us all. You know, because people are like, oh, well, if Kawhi leaves, we could just build around Siakam. It's like, it's not that easy, yeah, right? And like, what is Siakam? We don't really know. Shouts to our boy Boogie. Boogie always texts me all the time, and he's like, Siakam's nice, but he he's he says, I wonder what's going to happen when he actually learns how to play basketball. Because right now, he's just doing it all, all athleticism and quickness, yeah. and that's his game. And it's incredible how good he's been in doing that, but... We know he's not there. He's not yet. there yet. In the playoffs, it's just another level. And if yeah. people watched the the Portland game earlier, right? You kind of yeah. saw it there where same thing. Jokic, that's back-to-back big games that Jokic missed huge, massive free throws in the moment. Right. And so there's a difference between the regular season and the playoffs. Well, I mean, I mean, right? I mean, today today's game is the perfect example. Kawhi puts in 41 points. It's a game it's a game 7, mm-hmm. right? And Name name one player in the NBA who who is or in NBA history mm-hmm. who has you know been in the conversation mm-hmm. of being one of the best of all time. Yeah, who's who doesn't show up in Game Sevens, right? And when you look, right, and I'm talking about actually showing up on on the scorecard, yeah, not yeah. just I, like Kyle made some great plays today. Gasol obviously made some great plays today, but our second best player on the floor was Serge Ibaka. Know you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so Siakam is not, he's, again, up and coming. It's only his third year in the league. He's only been playing basketball for, what, six years or whatever yeah. it is. So he's he he might get there one day. Yeah. Right? He's got that work ethic. He's got the athleticism size. He'll get there one day. But as of right now, he's not there yet. Yeah. And you know what the thing is? And, and you know, <clears throat> Kawhi, we're seeing it. But I always like this quote from LeBron James. And I'm going to paraphrase it because I'm not remembering exactly what it is. But it always stuck with me. And I remember... It was after, I want to say, the Cavs won Game 7 in Boston last year to get to the finals. And they asked, like, how does LeBron come up with these performances, you know, in taking that team to the finals, right? Because remember, it was just all LeBron all the time. And I remember he said, he's like, I put hours and hours and hours, and I'm paraphrasing the quote, but essentially it was, I put hours and hours of work into this. And so at the end of the day, you go out and play and you trust the results. I trust the work that I put in, right? That at the end of the day, when we play the game, I'll trust the results. And I always thought like that makes, and you know, it's LeBron's. And I know I'm looking at your face right now as I'm reading that because people think LeBron's always talking smack, whatever. But that's just real shit. And I'm thinking that and applying it to Kawhi Leonard because he was missing so many shots early, but he just kept shooting. And that's all it is because you trust the work that you, you put, put in. in. So you don't stop shooting. You don't get discouraged. But even, the, even the famous quote from Jordan, right? I've missed a million shots so that sure. I can make those ones, right? Exactly. So it's, That's why I succeed. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And hey, we talk about Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry in this game, 10 points, 
six assists, six rebounds, two steals in this game. He was four of 13, one of seven from three. Stat line's not going to show that Kyle Lowry had a good game. Steals, charges. Kyle Lowry came up massive. He took a huge charge on Embiid late. Yep. Those are the Kyle Lowry plays. Kyle Lowry, while the Raptors were on a crazy defensive possession where they were switching everything and everyone was double teaming, and then they made the pass to Joel Embiid. Yep. He jumped in the passing lane, got the steal, fed uh, Siakam for a layup that gave the Raptors a big lead. at the. I think that took the lead from, I think it made it a two-possession game. Right. Yep. But it's just those little things that Kyle Lowry does that, you know, as long as we we've we figured out over the past years of this Raptors team, he probably can't be your best player. He can't be your second best player. Right. But if he's in that like three, four range, right? Like he can be a good starting point guard on a team. Yeah. But you need to have those other dudes. And then it shows up in the box score when you yeah. see him doing all these other little things. And but, then, and then when he when he does those other things, when he, when he's able to take those charges and get those steals and and make those good passes. Mm-hmm. He always seems to complement that with a timely three-point shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. so, I mean, even you said that Kyle's going to win this game. You thought Kyle was taking yeah, that last shot. Yeah, I thought shot. Kyle was going to take the last shot. I right? really did so, think that. And, and we'd probably still be sitting here amazed and, and because that's what he does. When, he, when he's active on the defensive end mm-hmm. and, and, he's, just, and he's, he's not getting too – because he, he, you don't need him to make shots. Yeah. Right? So the pressure's off of him. So, yeah, yeah he, he's one from seven, one for seven from three. You need him to but, just shoot. But those. that one is a good was is, that was a big three at the time. Three, they called the right? timeout because exactly. it was a part of a run. Yeah, you're right? right. So so he does those things. Yeah. So the points the points complements the other things that he does. Yeah. And uh, shout to McAuliffe. McAuliffe brought this up the other day, but I wonder if like because you see Kyle Lowry sometimes and he gets very caught up in the refs. Yeah. Right. And you notice there was a moment, and I don't know when this came in the middle of the series, but you could see there was a drastic shift in terms of how much Kyle Lowry was chirping, going back and forth with the refs, and also doing his flopping yeah. at the rim, just blatantly trying to get the call. You see him try it maybe like once or twice and then realize they're not calling it, and then he's not doing it anymore and he's not chirp, he's not yeah. barking at the yeah. refs nearly as much as we've become accustomed to. But to me, I think Kyle Lowry did what he needed to do and this was a grinded out series and the part that will that we need to big up a little sorry a lot more yo the sixers are a good team they're a good team right like jimmy butler is you know there's going to be teams trying to throw max money at jimmy butler ben simmons is about to drop and get like a max deal himself Embiid is one of the best big men in the league tobias harris as you mentioned was a borderline all-star in the west in the west right so they're a good team and i don't know if history you know because we're so like engulfed in each and every game i don't know if there was a moment there for raptors fans especially to take a step back and realize like yo the sixers are a good team and i only bring up the leafs in this instance for you know the leafs lose to boston but boston's a really good team nobody we're not really talking about that and being like oh you know well the Leafs lost again in the first round. It's like, yeah, but Boston's really, really good. Yeah. And that's not taking all of the effort or all of the the praise or I guess like the crushing of the Leafs for losing in the first round. But there was always a part of me that was like, damn, Jimmy could just win game seven on his own. And yeah. then you kind of tip your cap to them because, hey, like they got good. They have really good, good, good players. players yeah. Like if you say the Raptors have the best player with Kawhi, who's next, right? You're probably going... Aren't you going Jimmy, Embiid, Simmons before you get to Siakam? Yeah, you might even put Tobias in there. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, though, right? And like, 
we he averaged twenty plus points in the West, right? So, yeah, they that starting lineup, and then and then, I mean, I'm not putting Reddick in there, but he doesn't miss a player. He's a he solid player shots. for sure. Uh, let's get to some more comments here. Uh, someone says on Instagram, dude, been watching sports for so long. I've never had goosebumps run through my body the way they did after that shot. Uh, Len says, we just witnessed greatness. Uh, someone says, Coach Los Flores says, fuck VC fam. <laughs> well, I would just say, like, everybody everybody today was on that the last time the Raptors had a game seven. It was against Philly and, you know, uh, Vince went to his graduation. And I just have, like, first off, one, Ka- Kawhi it doesn't have no graduation schedule, right? <laughs> like, we would have we known that already. Two, there's no Iverson on the other side. Yeah. Again, four g- great players, yeah. good players, yeah. right? Borderline all-stars. But none of them are Iverson. Yeah. So it's not the same thing. It's yeah. just the same two cities. Same two cities. That's and it. shouts to Bellamo, because Bellamo did say right at the end of our Game 6 pod, he said, you know, we have the flashbacks of what happened with Vince, and people are trying to bring up the fact that same two teams. You yeah. got uh, people are so- talking about, oh, the Raptors have a Villanova point guard. Yeah, yeah. Danny Green went to USC, like Vince went to, or UNC, UNC just like yeah. Vince went to UNC. Uh, African big man. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. yes. Number exactly. one number one point guard who was a number one pick, etc. All these things yeah. people were bringing up. But I remember Belmo said at the very end, he's like, hey, at the end of the day, the Raptors are at home and Kawhi's the best player on the floor. Yeah. And both those things proved to be true at the end of the day. And even the people that believed in that poll, yeah, well, guess what? Vince missed his shot. Kawhi made his. So either way, Toronto, we came out the winners today. Yo, man. Shouts to Masai. What's yeah. Masai thinking right now? Like, I know there's a bunch of talk about Masai could go end up other places, yeah. whatever. MLSC, I I saw Tenenbaum hugging uh, Kyle Lowry after this game. Yeah. They need to give that man the bag. Whatever Masai Ujiri wants, if the man wants partnership stakes in MLSC, <laughs> they need to give that man whatever he wants to stay. Because there are not many dudes or just people in front offices, because you know it's 2019. Yeah. There's you know Genie Bus is trying to run a legit organization <laughs> over in the Lakers lands, right? Right. Yeah. But trying my point to. is trying to. Yes. My point is though, there's not many people that would have the guts to say I'm gonna fire the coach of the year, yeah. get rid of the face of my franchise, and take a chance on a dude that, as reports indicated, didn't really want to come here, or there was uncertainty, yeah. mass uncertainty. still uncertainty. Yeah. And he said, you know what? Let's roll the dice for one year, and we need a change. We're trying to win championships. And I'll go back to Masai Jiri on the, the, the media day, the introduction, the introduction. And someone asked a question about Kawhi staying or superstars wanting to leave or stay. And I remember Masai jumping in and saying, no, 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 no. We're past that. That's old that people don't want to come to Toronto stuff. No, believe in Toronto. Like, we're trying to win championships. Yeah, yeah. He had the dream, the vision to say, no, we want more. We deserve more. The fan base deserves more. Why can't it be us getting the LeBron plays, the LeBronto plays, giving those to the other teams? And here we are. All of those things. LeBronto key. We were sitting here last year after LeBronto. Kawhi Ladelphia. (laughs) I've seen seen a post somewhere where a man said Kawhi Ladelphia. So, I mean, hey, Larry Tannenbaum needs to have two checks Written out and signed. Okay. Just waiting for them to be accepted. One mm-hmm. to Kawhi for 190 million. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Again, that should come with some type of ownership. <laughs> um, something. 
shares in in, yeah. in, in the eleven restaurant, whatever it, yeah, he has yeah, to yeah, do, yeah. right? And Masai, mm-hmm. right? And again, again, I am one of those who was critical of the trade when first hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Like I said it, at, this, at the top of the show, I'm eating my words because I just witnessed what I just witnessed, and I'm just like. The one thing I will say, Q, and as someone like, hey, I was on board with at the trade from get go, but I will say I understand kind of what you're saying because as good as I thought Kawhi Leonard was, he's outplayed that for me oh, by far, right? Like I knew how good he was, but I didn't realize that you know he's basically unstoppable. Like his mentality, because you shot, you saw it in this game. His mentality is I can get my shot off whenever I want, and I didn't know he was that good. Yeah, and. Add that to the defense, seeing that, you know, at multiple times show up during this year where I I always point back to the DeMar DeRozan steal at half court, getting that game-winning dunk, eliminating Ben Simmons from this series for the most part, right? Like seeing what he did defensively, his three-point shot, I didn't know his three was that wet. So I understand on a level what you're saying in terms of like, okay, cool. Like if we had known that Kawhi was this good, (laughs) there'd be nobody that was questioning saying later to DeRozan. So I understand what you're saying there. Um, K2's Garnett says, most clutch player in the league, miss a free throw on purpose for that dramatic finish. Oh, man. My homegirl Sue just tribes in and says, OMG, Sheldon, with a whole bunch of exclamation marks, (laughs) all caps. I mean, hey, I sat there and just screamed and like banged on the damn furnace for like three minutes. And it was like, oh, I'm losing my voice. We got to do a podcast. (laughs) And you know what? And and, and when you watch, even when you watch Kawhi's reaction when the shot goes off and he's kind of down looking, like, even he thinks he ha- it has a chance. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And I just, oh man, that's... yo, the picture of him screaming. Yeah, like you don't was... really see that emotion from. But I mean, how could you not? Like at least, right? Like... I, I think I, I think I've watched most, if not all, of those of those mic shots that mm-hmm. you keep seeing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kobe's shots, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving shots, Steph. That was one of the best, the greatest. Shots I've ever, and not just because it's a t- Raptors doing it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't see how you make that shot over a, a nimble seven footer. Yeah, being uh, being chased around the three point line, and just the way again, the way it hits the rim and and the spin on the shot. Yeah, it, it just because you have to remember too, Embiid already got one shot off his head top in Game Four, was it? Where Kawhi kind of like lulled him to sleep. Yeah. Just took the step back to get his fade airspace away, and get the shot three. off, right? Fade, fade away three over Embiid, right? So he's already done that. So Embiid knows, no, 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 I'm chasing him out, chasing yeah, him out. Yeah. And Kawhi's kind of dribbling. And at that point, again, he's just getting to his spot. And I know it sounds so simple to say, right? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. he just had to get to his spot. And he kind of knew, like, oh, damn, Embiid's, like, still right beside me. Okay, I got to push hard and get that and fade and get the art like to process yeah. all of that <laughs> and 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 Embiid hit him on the on the wrist watch the replay oh i gotta check that out i gotta check that out i haven't seen the replay so you're calling right? you're saying that so, should have been an and one so, yeah, so, so it's not even like you get full extension like Embiid hits him here and he oh listen man. listen and again when you're talking about there's four almost all-stars you got to remember that for most of this series mm-hmm. He didn't get much help. No, not at all. There was times where he was hitting elbow jumpers over three defenders. Not one, 
not two, but three defenders. I'm I'm just state I'm just here watching the replay right now, <laughs> right? Just because I can't. Like the ball, can't the, the ball stopped bouncing and just rolled in. Oh my like, god. What a time to be alive, indeed. like for real. Uh, someone on Instagram says, ha, 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 load management. <laughs> hey, I'm not one to do this, but there are multiple times where people are arguing with me so hard during the year about load management. I was like, listen, if Kawhi doesn't show up in the playoffs, I'm here for all of your arguments. Yeah. But if he cooks, <laughs> load management is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. The greatest thing ever. Oh, man. Uh Rock DTV says, this is why we watch sports. Totally true. Uh, Underdog's mindset says, I'm shook. It's funny how history repeats itself, but on a different timeline. Uh, some Austin says, shouldn't have come down to that, but what terrible calls, but wow, what a shot. Um, I know we didn't really talk much about what happened in this game, like in terms of like a breakdown of like how this game went. But it was a really like ugly yeah. old school playoff, just like every possession, you're kind of like hanging on to every single possession. Just like there were no there were like blows, right? Like there yeah. were swings that came here and there. But at the same time, like it was so close. The tension was crazy. I didn't like that feeling at all because I wasn't confident because the reason I wasn't confident was because the Raptors offense was just standing around and watching Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how can you do that for the whole second half? Basically, I didn't think that would work for the whole second half. But Kawhi proved me wrong. He's that good of a player. And I'm going to remind people, the Sixers are that good. And the reminder that basketball is a game of matchups is going to be this Bucks series. Because everyone's already going to say, oh, the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks, they play so well, blah, blah, blah. But this series alone should show you that it's a game of matchups. And the Sixers are almost able to win this series off of talent and being able to have so much, create so many matchup problems for the Raptors. Right. That's how the Sixers were able to create, you know, such difficulty to take it to seven. When you look at the Bucks, and I don't want to do this too much, we'll probably do like a preview pod at some point. But when you look at the Bucks early, I don't think that I think like Norm and Fred have a much better chance at contributing in that right. series. Yeah. Uh, Kyle will will have some tough time because we know George Hill gives him a bunch of fits. But I feel like Danny Green will be better served. Siakam will be better served in that series. And nobody can stop Kawhi. Nobody can probably stop Giannis. But that's going to be a great yeah. superstar battle. So that's amazing. But I don't even really want to talk about the Bucks right now because what Kawhi just did. Uh is absolutely amazing. I need to get to more comments just because I want to shout you guys out for tuning in and commenting and rocking with the show. Derek on Instagram says, looking forward to hear Skip Bayless's quote, number two ain't clutch take tomorrow. <laughs> Keep up the great work, gentlemen. I'll catch the pod in the AM. Ah, shouts to that, Derek. I don't know Derek personally, but I'd like to thank him for the plug because yeah. so far I haven't said, hey, shouts to the people on, on Instagram and on Twitter, rocking with this live. But if you are unable to catch up to the podcast live, just know it ends up going online on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and on YouTube. Just search On Blast Podcast, and you'll be able to find this, the Wrap It Up Pod. It'll be up there for you in the morning, probably up Late night tonight. I mean, I'm on such a high right now. I don't know what I'm about to do <laughs> after we end this podcast, but I feel like the six might be on a wave tonight. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yo. Sunday night in the six. Oh, my. Yo, I can't believe that, man. I was so excited for Kawhi Leonard this season. I've been saying enjoy this ride. It's been incredible, but damn. 
that that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in terms of, you know, I don't know, I'll leave it to someone else to try to rank the moments in Toronto sports and all that. Someone smarter than me that's not thinking about it, like in the heat of Kawhi hitting that shot. Yeah. But that's just incredible. We're watching one of the greatest players in whatever sport to play in the city of Toronto for sure. He's oh, he's shooting that, and, and whatever they need to give him, you, you like you hand him whatever he wants, whatever you know, parking space for your moms, <laughs> go to whatever graduation, whoever you want to be, the assistant coach, whatever you want, doesn't matter. I would fly him to California every night. He can <laughs> sleep in Cali. <laughs> Spend all his off nights in Cali <laughs> as long as he shows up to the games in Toronto. Cool, right? Um, Instagram feed's about to go down in a bit, but I'll just get to some more comments. Uh, yes, the rest were bad, but I love that the raps kept playing hard. It's very true. Yeah. Fought through it. I've been saying Tony Brothers needs to have, you know, he needs to be stopped at the border. <laughs> Stop letting him into the, into the country. Anytime he's scheduled to, to, to ref a Raptors game, yeah. passport denied. <laughs> uh, Someone else says, best game ever. Kyle said it right. 2001, Vince missed. 2019, Kawhi hit it. Superstar. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Austin points out that the Raptors shoot 23% from three, but Surge shoots 60% and has some huge threes. That's why game sevens are amazing. Big up to Surge, man. Surge, Surge, Shouts Surge balled out tonight. Shouts to Surge. Oh, man. Cat uh, Libby says, my blood pressure can't take it. Holy crap. More comments. Kawhi in his post-game press conference said, I shot the ball and it went in. <laughs> Close quote. <laughs> what would you expect from Kawhi? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's so amazing. Uh, Beals joins in and he just says, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know what's going on. This, this was a great moment. And this makes, honestly... Instagram people, you're about to log off, but tune in to the rest of the pod because I want to give you guys a huge better shout out and I'm not going to try to rush it in 10 seconds, Instagram people. So tune in, but we'll, we'll continue the pod. Um, I do want to say something though. We did this as a test run last year, right? right in the yeah. playoffs, just yeah. to see like, oh, can we do some post-game shows? And we did it during the second round against the Cavs. And, you know, the feedback was pretty cool. You know, yeah, there are people yeah. that liked it. And it made me think about, oh, is this something that we could do this season? Yeah. And I still wasn't sure. And I thought, man, it'd be kind of tough to do every single game. And is every, is every game going to matter? And then the Raps traded for Kawhi. And I was like, whoa, the stakes of this season just went up yeah. tenfold. And I want to say something in, in total honesty and total truth, like, Thanks to the people that really tune in and, and enjoy the show as much as they do. And because they really are the ones that make the show, right? Like yep, the comments on YouTube when people are rocking with us and letting us know, because I've always said it from the beginning. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying you're right. We're just here for the conversation. And there are people that we go back and forth and yep. debate on stuff. And I enjoy that so much because sometimes we get blinded into thinking that there's not enough of an audience here for the Raptors fans. And it's like, who cares about that number? Let someone else worry about that. The point is, we know that there's an audience there. So let's create something to rock with those people. Right. Because now, especially that it's conference finals, and now that this shot's going to be unlooped on every single channel for the next 48 hours, yeah. there's going to be a lot of other people that are going to jump on the Raptors wave now. Yeah. So I want to shout the day ones that have been rocking with us just because, hey, we're here to talk about 
the fan perspective, how we're feeling after every game, and just take things in like that. We're not really trying to break down stats. Yeah. I'll try to give you stats to like, you know, form opinions and stuff right. like that. But I'm not trying to be the professor. I'm not trying to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying though. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like they, the the thing the thing about this about this show, what I like about being here is that these are conversations we have anyway. Exactly. Right. Totally. So this is just us having these conversations, but getting everybody else's input. Exactly. It's just I, I made the joke early on, uh, early on this season about how it's taking the group text. And turning yeah. it into a podcast. Exactly. And now we've just made the group text a massive group text because there's literally thousands and thousands of people tuning into each and every episode. And I can't say that, that that's something that I thought would have happened because I never really set out with a goal in terms of like, this is how many people I want to watch it. Like, right. I don't care what the numbers get to. I care about that people are here to talk about the raps because I want to talk about the raps. And I've always felt that for for the for facts, really. Whenever something like this would happen, how are we served? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to hear from the people. I want to know what the people think. I want people to just be honest about that was a crazy shot. That was incredible without being buttoned down or having to think about, you know, being right. the professional, whatever. Like, the Raptors, like, basketball in this country matters a lot. Like, even if you take away the fact of what the Raptors are doing and what's happened so far – Go back and think about Jamal Murray, the yeah, kid from yeah. Kitchener, yeah, exactly. was just balling out in a game seven trying to take his team to the conference finals. Like, that's crazy when you really think about it, just yeah. the, how basketball has developed in this city and in this country. And so it's an honor and a privilege. It's a long-winded way of me saying this is an honor and a privilege to have all these people rocking with the podcast yeah. the way that they have throughout the season. And, man... I know I've been saying it the whole time about enjoying this. Kawhi made it a lot easier for us oh, to definitely. enjoy. Oh my definitely. gosh! I mean, I mean, we'd all be fooling ourselves if we weren't real nervous going into this game, right? I was nervous going into the fourth quarter, dude. I was nervous so, the whole entire way. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. <sighs> like to be honest, when he checked the ball out and there was four sec, when there was four seconds left, yeah. Raps called timeout. I was so nervous. I don't even think we said much while it was leading up. Because no. I didn't want to be like, oh, who should get the ball? What kind of <laughs> shot should it be? Yep. What's going to blah, blah, blah. Like, we didn't even really, like, I was like, yo, I wonder if Kyle will shoot the ball. Right? Like, I said that, but it wasn't like, we weren't really talking. Because it was yeah. kind of just like, oh, my God, is this a thing? Like, yeah. are they going to win on a... Oh, my God, he hit the <laughs> shot. Like, it's just so <laughs> incredible. And... Yes, this is when why I we shot love left, When this shot left his hand, I was ready for overtime. I was like, okay. I was like, wow, he got that. That's a high arcing shot. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I thought we were going overtime. Oh, I, man. I'm, that was incredible, I'm man. I'm still puzzled. I'm still puzzled. I'm hyped, but I'm puzzled as to how that... How you make that shot. I wish I was as calm as Mike here on Twitter, who says, I was never worried. We've got the best player. <laughs> mean shouts to you Mike. Hey. maybe i should have talked to you before the yeah, game i, I so. appreciate that um another comment the bucks have three seven footers again i'm not trying to i'm gonna let tonight settle it'll be hype about what happened tonight yeah. because that is one of that is the best moment in raptors franchise history right like that goes without question definitely Kawhi. i thought it was we were already at that point but i think right now Kawhi just set the tone as being the best Raptors player ever in franchise history. That was the best playoff performance. Like never seen anything like that. And you were talking about this earlier, right? Like 
if it was another uniform, like if he was on and like if this was just another game, yeah. like NBA game that we were watching, how crazy would we be going? Oh, LeBron. <laughs> of course, LeBron. <laughs> LeBron's recruiting. LeBron's recruiting. D, Yo, D Wade says, D-Wade. you got the juice now? <laughs> this is crazy. There's a bunch of tweets going on right now. Donovan Mitchell says, are you serious right now? Luka Doncic, just Kawhi with the fire emoji. LeBron, just the claw and a bunch of exclamation points. The whole NBA world is really out here just watching that. And I think that's one of the things I love so much about the NBA. Mm-hmm. Because, again, to talk about what Kawhi Leonard did in this series, like right now we can't even fully put it into perspective, but there's not much more that he can do. And I'm going to say this going into the Buck series so that it won't be hindsight. Right. Regardless of what happens in that Buck series, I'm, I'm being dead honest with this, regardless of what happens after this moment with Kawhi Leonard, I will not listen to arguments about whether this was a successor. I'm not going to have that argument with anybody. I'm not. Because whatever happens against the Bucs, if they lose that series or if they make it to the finals, whatever, then people... Like, I'm in this moment right now, that was worth it. That was the greatest playoff performances that will go up there in NBA history in the playoffs. And he did that against, as you mentioned, like four All-Stars. He locked down Jimmy Butler whenever he was guarding him in game seven and yeah. game one. Ben eliminated Simmons. Ben Simmons out for the games in between. And put dunked up, on Embiid's head top, what, two, three times in the series? Dunked on Embiid's head top and wet shots over Embiid. Like, playoff performances, I don't know. I'll wait and hear what people have to say about what where that ranks in terms of all-time playoff performances. But what's the list of players you take over Kawhi Leonard right now? Because, I mean, right now, KD has an Achilles or a calf strain, whatever they want to call it. I'm not taking Steph Curry over Kawhi Leonard. So you can miss me with those arguments. So we're talking Giannis and LeBron. And, I mean, LeBron's not even LeBron right now. Like, that's not really kind of fair to LeBron. But that's probably a conversation. There's no one else. Giannis, KD, LeBron. That's it. And LeBron's not in the playoffs. No. So, again... Toronto Raptors fans, I've been saying this, and now it's 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 come to fruition. Enjoy this, man. <laughs> Enjoy this year of having Kawhi Leonard because this is amazing. This has been so good. This is what load management has been for. This is what <laughs> the trading of DeMar DeRozan has been for. This is what Coach Casey being let go has been for because I've always wondered what Casey's thoughts would have been about load management, and I don't think Casey's a load management kind of guy. No, no. So, like, all of these things, like the way that it worked out, I don't know if Masai plotted it out for it to go this well, but he might be a better writer than the people writing Game of Thrones. Because, like, <laughs> yo, man, like, this couldn't have worked out any better for Masai Jiri. No, this is incredible. No. Even add in the fact of making the midseason trade to get Marc Gasol for this series against Joel Embiid, because that's blatant. That's basically why you got him. Yeah. And then JV got hurt again anyways. Yeah. Right? Like, all of these things, the way that it's played out for Masai Ujiri. And also, hey, I was on board of the whole rumors of Anthony Davis and training Siakam and all that. Obviously, holding on to Siakam has proven to be the right move so far as well. Man, Masai, whatever he wants, MLSE, whatever he wants, give him the give him the blank check, give him the bag. Yeah, let him be the president of the Leafs too. <laughs> like <laughs> whatever, whatever it works. takes, whatever works, <laughs> whatever, whatever it works. Takes. Man, uh, my voice is about to round out, so I got to wrap up this podcast. But before we get to that, Q, where can the people hit you up? Uh, in between 
the next series is the Raptors are in the conference finals for the second time oh. in franchise history. I don't. I haven't even said that for the <laughs> for the whole podcast. I never even mentioned that. Eh? They won a game seven to advance to the conference, conference finals. finals. Oh my goodness! Cute. Where can the people that. hit you up, man? Yeah, Where can they find you on social medias? Um, yeah, on 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 all social platforms. Um, I'm at a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still. I'm still. I'm still. Oh man. I'm the, Toronto, we're not used to being in this no, position, right? No, no it's just it's oh, true. Man. Anyway, um <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, simply underscore just underscore Q, simply just Q. Um you can catch me, holler at me anytime. Yeah. Anything you guys want to know, talk I want us to talk about on the podcast. Let me know. Yeah. Um also if you see right here, DDS caps. We're always repping DDS caps, stuff still in stores. Um, we're in a new store. It's a gallery, <laughs> gallery on Dufferin Street. Yeah. Go to ddscaps.com or, or at ddscaps on all social media platforms. Yeah. You know, if you, again, Kawhi. Man, it's just, <laughs> Yo, Kawhi. I can't even lie to you. I'm going to try. I'm waking up tomorrow morning and I'm going to a New Balance store. I'm not even <laughs> making that up. I'm not even making that up. I'm waking up tomorrow and on my way to work, I'm going to the New Balance store on the day forth. Yo, it's a... Yo. Call me a sweater. Yo. I want that Kawhi sweater. I don't even think they have the Kawhi sweater. I really don't. The fun guy sweater? I'm going to walk in and be like, yo, how do you guys not have a Kawhi Leonard gear at all? If you guys don't have any Kawhi Leonard gear, what are you doing? Exactly. Like your district manager should be fired immediately on the spot. But secondly, I'm just going to buy a New Balance hoodie <laughs> to rock. And it was funny. We were joking around about it last week at work when the fun guy shirt came yeah, out. Yeah. And then later on, I was at a... I was at Maid Station. I was waiting for Dwayne. And all of a sudden, I see this kid walk by, and he's just wearing the, the, the black with the white writing New Balance hoodie. I was like, yo, man, that's the power of Kawhi right now. Kawhi has men's rocking New, New Balance. Balance. <laughs> yo, the Joe Budden podcast, which I think is the best thing out. They were talking about it a couple weeks ago. And they're like, yo, man, I knew Kawhi was good, but I didn't know Kawhi was that good. And Maul's like, yo, you ever see anybody ball in New Balances before? And he's like, no. He's like, that's exactly my point. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, everything about this is is completely insane. I don't, uh, yeah. I, that, uh, I'm still speechless, man. I'm, I'm speechless. My voice is about to go. history. Yeah. I think the point you made about Toronto, I mean, we had the bat flip in recent memory. You yeah. know, that was amazing. That was incredible. Um, but that was kind of like the wave because the Jays hadn't really been there yeah. in a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, man, we're in the playoffs. We don't even really know what this feels like. So it was kind of like a happy to be here kind of moment. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like this is like the expectations. You want to make the finals for sure. You want to make the conference finals. So it's like... There would be a bit of disappointment if they lose at this point. There's no like, oh, happy that we're here yeah, in a game seven. Yeah, yeah. And I say it all the time, right? Kenny Smith always says, basketball sometimes is a simple game. My best player versus your best player. Yeah. That's what the playoffs are about. LeBron kind of started an argument on Twitter after the uh, Portland game because he's like, that's why analytics are ruining. Or like, base, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but he's saying like, that's why analytics is so dumb because you know, CJ McCollum was just cooking with the mid-range jumper and they tell you, well, mid-range shots are not good. Yeah. And so it just goes to show you that the playoffs are just a different ball game altogether because possessions are so valuable and it's just my best player versus your best player. Can you get a shot? And some players want the smoke. Some players want the moment and others don't. And we watched a Raptors team that was afraid of LeBron James for multiple years. 
right? They didn't mentally believe that they yeah. could beat LeBron James. Yeah. And you have Kawhi Leonard, and early on, before the game started, I tweeted, this is why Masai got Kawhi Leonard. I tweeted that before the game started. And, I mean, Kawhi wants to smoke. Yeah. He wants to smoke. And and it's incredible because the whole year I had to remind myself, and it's why on the podcast I kept saying, hey, guys, enjoy this season. Because it's very rare that you get to watch one of these guys at a perform at such an elite level on your team in the game of basketball. Like, the Raptors haven't had that. We've been selling ourselves on shouts to Damar and Kyle, but we maximized yep. the level that they were able to get to. Right. And huge shouts to them. But, like, Chris Bosh, same thing. But in terms of top tier, like, you're talking about one of the top three best basketball players in the world. In the world. And right he, now, plays he, on the Raptors. And he just sent Joel Embiid off the court. Off the ACC, sorry, Scotiabank Court. Arena Court. Looked like he was in crying. Tears. He was I in tears. Was I haven't seen tears. the actual tears. He was in tears. I've seen it. i just seen it. He was in tears. I mean, his stat line tonight probably saved him from getting crushed. Yeah. His stat line tonight probably saved him from getting crushed a lot more than he probably deserves right. because he had a couple no-shows in this series, and I don't think he played that well for the majority of the series. But, I mean, to go down like that, I will say, as much as I enjoyed mocking Embiid because of the foolishness of his antics that he was doing all yeah, year, yeah. seeing him, like, crunched over like that, like, that's a tough way to lose. Yeah. That's a tough way to lose for definitely, anybody. Because there's nothing you could do better on that on no, that play. Nothing. Not at all. But, on the flip side, what a time to be alive, Raptors fans. Huge win for the Toronto Raptors as they advance to the conference finals for the first time time since what three years ago against the Cavs however long ago that was but I mean we didn't think the Raps had a chance in that series not really I mean they ended up making it 2-2 at a certain point but you go into this series thinking you have a legitimate shot at making the NBA finals we've never the stakes have never been at this point for this Toronto Raptors franchise enjoy it enjoy this run because this I've been saying it all year gotta enjoy it because this is the best season in franchise history and we're watching the best player in franchise history do what he does and this game alone encapsulated all of that so enjoy that i know we went a little longer than we normally do but i feel like people might be okay with that just enjoying this moment of toronto raptors basketball that was incredible to watch my voice is probably going to be shot all day because i'm probably just going to continue screaming <laughs> after <laughs> this game ends because i want to like watch it again and watch all the post game no, stuff man, you got to analyze that shot man. just put it in slow motion and just watch the ball it was crazy man. and ask yourself how did you go in basketball gods man basketball gods Basketball gods, I will say this much. I don't think the basketball gods liked Embiid celebrating in game three. No. Right? But, hey, it's a story for another day. Maybe Embiid and Ben Simmons and them go back and they learn from this. Or maybe their team gets blown up because (laughs) who knows? But either way. Well, they're they're another one. They better give Jimmy the bag because he's the best player. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, shout to you guys, Raptors fans, as I'm seeing pictures of Jurassic Park on my on my TV right now. Shout to you guys, Raptors fans, because you guys deserve this. You guys have been a tortured fan base for a long time. A lot of tough, depressing losses. 
being handed out to this Toronto Raptors team over the last few years. So you guys deserve this. And I'm so happy for the diehard Raptor fans that have been watching every game, every year, trying to talk themselves into beating LeBron, <laughs> trying to talk themselves into Andrea Bargnani, talk themselves into TJ Ford. Like, hey, I, I've been there, right? Yep. Like, I get it. Yep. Talk themselves into yep. Chris Bosh. Right. All those years, watching Rafael Arujo be a starter on this team, right? Chris, The Chris Humphreys era. Like, there's been a lot of things. And all of that led to this. If you think about that Vince Carter shot to now, all the things that have gone on in Toronto Raptors land, this moment right here is what it's all about. And that is If we don't draft Andrea Bargnani first overall and Rujo first, maybe we never get to draft DeRozan, then we can't trade DeRozan for Kawhi. All of these things. it It was all part of the plan. It's all amazing. It's all incredible. And I just want to thank you guys for tuning in and rocking with us on the Wrap It Up podcast, which, as always, we do live after each and every Toronto Raptor game on Twitter live. We take your comments and questions on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander, and then we repackage it. We add some music. We put it up on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and on YouTube. Just search On Blast Podcast, and you can find this, the Wrap It Up pod. I'm going to go console my guy, Andrew Webster. I'll send him a little bit of a text. I didn't want to call him. That's unfair. I'm not going to call him right after that game. That's a tough loss. I'm not going to do that. That's unfair. But we will tune in because we'll do a preview into the, the conference finals. I'll figure out a time where I'll do that with Webby. So look for that in the future coming soon to your earbuds near you we'll do a, a episode of the ball on blast pod but again huge shouts to you guys the fans because i've enjoyed this season so much because i've been able to enjoy it with all of you guys and i've been saying to enjoy it and putting all that positive energy out there because moments like this moments like this i really did used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this it's not just a saying folks it's real spit this is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show, as always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, Peace. see ya.